This podcast was brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton, originally airing on Sirius XM. Professor Daniel Corsham in the studio. He is professor of marketing at the LeBeau School of Business in Drexel University and a friend of the program, friend of the Wharton School, a colleague of mine and co-author, soon to be. Very, very glad that you're here to join us in the studio to talk about activism, your work, which has to do with corporate social responsibility, all this cool stuff. So this one, I think, may be more familiar to people. Um, your spokesperson mm. objects to a product uh, that they are not directly promoting on a moral or racial grounds. Mm. Right? Um, Interesting. So your spokesperson objects. So, okay. so you have a spokesperson, mm-hmm. and they, they say you're launching this product, and mm-hmm. there's a problem with it. Interesting. Um, I don't want you to have I don't. Those, uh, Interesting. That, the product out there. Let me ask a question. What is the relationship between the expertise of the spokesperson and the functionality of the product they are objecting to? Would they be seen as being credible? To say that you should not do X, Y, Z yes, in that particular. Yes, they okay. would be credible for the reason, but not. But they're not an, a functional expert on the product itself. Gotcha. I see. Yeah, I see. But yeah, they would be credible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, and so yeah. what are our options? So Here your, we go. Your option is that you can pull the product. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly an option. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, can, you can push back and maybe take the heat from the spokesperson. Uh, interesting. And, uh, you know, how does the – you know, but this is – this happens in this particular case. It's a spokesperson that the brand is bet – Bet the brand on. Mm, okay, uh, so it's uh, it's yeah, I mean another very tricky one, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and uh, it's you know if if you do not <laughs> if you do not follow this spokesperson, then you're you know you're 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 placing your bet in one in one place, and then you're veering off in another, and you can be seen as hip- hypocritical, hypocritical. Just, you know, by the fact that you're you know yeah, the, and this the, is huge saying because one thing and doing another. Th- this is huge because this is your research, which is fantastic research that shows you get credit. For those that even disagree with you, if you come out you can, and you promote yeah. yourself as I am a values-based company and then you do something that is meant to uphold those values, the people that disagree with those values will say, you know what? You are a values-based company. I, I disagree with what you're doing, right. but right. I give you credit for the fact that right. you are standing for, up and, and doing something, right? Open and your research shows this much. very yeah. – your, your research yeah. shows this clearly – Experimentally, that's right. That's right. right. Yeah, Yeah. and experiment after experiment. I mean, super reliable too, Mm -hmm. which has always been a comfort for me on Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. On that, but it's uh, yeah. So you live and die by the sword. You, if you, (laughs) when you make those statements, and when you take on spokespeople that are known for uh, for for standing for things, then Mm -hmm. you're really in effect. You're you're taking on that entire commitment. Mm -hmm. You can't uh, go back. In this case, uh, this is the case of Nike. Nike, Colin Kaepernick, Colin Kaepernick, uh, and the he can't stay out of the news. I mean, Betsy Ross sneaker. You know, here's something Uh, that's really. We talked about this. The Betsy Ross sneaker. And the, first of all, there was some. There, I got you, you. Probably got like your cell was blowing up that day, yeah, right? Because yeah. they, they, oh, I yeah. mean, Fox News calls me, and they they literally they, they were trying to set up a, an interview to come interview me about this, and mm-hmm. I was like, nope, not gonna do it. <laughs> Because <laughs> I knew they were going to try to get me in the gotcha moment, uh, you know, like you know, had me on there, and they're like, "Do you believe? Are you not a patriotic? What kind of a you know?" So it's like, "No, I'm not going to." But I got tons of calls: Wall Street Journal, NPR, you yeah, know, absolutely. New York Times called, absolutely. and it's like, "This is huge," uh, because here's the thing, Daniel, and I want you to comment on this because maybe Nike did something that uh, they shouldn't have done. But the, the the idea was was commenting on the fact that they pulled it so quickly based on one opinion. 
right? right and so right, like right, and so people right. who were calling me probably calling you as well were asking like why did they why you know up the spokesperson said don't do that so you do it yeah like yeah, there's no yeah, consumer yeah, yeah, thing happening yeah, yet no yeah. no consumer groundswell why do it based on that one particular yeah. you know person and what I are think your thoughts? In adi- well in, a, in addition to that if I can, and maybe I can circle back mm-hmm. is um my my initial thought is you know what's how can we let white supremacists grab this thing, what every time that a white supremacist yes. takes something, yes. like somebody's got to take a stand. Is it? Is should it be the company? Should yes. it be other people? Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. that's like that. I felt very uncomfortable. Interesting with that group commandeering mm-hmm. a, uh, a you know a, a national symbol that I grew up with, and it didn't mean anything like that mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. So that made made me kind of uncomfortable, and I sort I kind of wanted something from Nike in that sense, just as a consumer. Gotcha. Um, that they would stand up for it. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. And, uh, but I also had the, a, a reaction that I felt that they could have done more than just pull the sneaker. Um, gotcha. And, right. And, and ah, to try to, see, you're a professor. You know, you're, Daniel, you're a professor. You're always looking for teachable moments. <laughs> That's, yes, both of us <laughs> right? are. I mean, so you're like, this are. is a missed opportunity yeah. for Nike. I think, oh. I think it was. I think yeah. that, um, that rather than just pull it and close the door on it, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, they basically, they just pulled it and said, okay, story over. We're not going to ever produce anything with the Betsy Ross flag mm-hmm. on it again. Mm-hmm. Um, that they... They may have missed an opportunity to maybe tie something in so that the purchase of the Betsy Ross flag became a more mm. defiant sort of a, a, a thing that oh, interesting. You know, to make them that would have been to, sweet to do something yeah. in a way that the white supremacists would not be able to wear those shoes right uh, because there would be something else attached to them whether right. there is a I don't know uh, you know I mean just thinking I out understand. loud if there was if it if it even says uh, unity or something like yes. a, like a slogan or something that's below the uh, the Betsy Ross flag yes. Um, um, yes, that yes, would yes. Make a white supremacist not want to wear them. Interesting. Then, or then how, you, about, how about this? There's th- I believe there's 13 stars in the circle mm-hmm. for for the flag. Maybe you could take 13 like civil rights and social justice activists. Put that. <laughs> On the, on, the bo- the on the box or something or on anything. Yeah, just to, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, just to make it so. So I, th- I think uh-huh. that's a possibly a missed opportunity for them there. That's very interesting. Um, what was really interesting about this, I, I was asked to talk about this all over the place. And every single time I went to talk about this, I, I was asked, why are people upset? And I explained both sides. But what was interesting was like people were quick to kind of infer what my opinion was, which is really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. I actually got an email from a museum here locally in Philadelphia that wanted to educate me on what Betsy Ross, huh. the flag, the historical context of Betsy Ross. I was right. like, I haven't put my opinion out there. Like, I mean, like what? What? Because I mean, they say, you must be siding for Colin Kaepernick, just like Fox News wanted me to get on there and say, okay, well, you, you're, you're with those guys, right? Yeah, so, yeah, but it's really yeah. interesting because all this stuff get mixed in. And the idea that, you know, your my message or my point of view is somehow part of the brand and everything's like conflated now. It's yeah, really interesting, yeah, right? Yeah, it really it's, is. It's what it really makes is. this really messy, yeah, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it does. Very it does. interesting. And uh, I, I remember one of the things that I was asked was, what does the American flag <laughs> mean to Americans? <laughs> oh, no! Okay, which is, uh, <laughs> I have no idea. And I'm, I'm half Canadian anyway, right. so, I, so I'm already torn. <laughs> right, right, and, right. Uh, but it's, yeah, yeah, it's tough. And, I, you know, how do I speak for Mm-hmm. You know, 300 and something million other people. But, interesting. Uh, very interesting. What else have you got? Uh, okay. So we've got a um, a group that you sponsor that has no affiliation. Like they're not known necessarily for being part of any social movement like a Colin Kaepernick. Gotcha. Uh, but, the, but they become suddenly a political lightning rod. Oh, okay. Um, interesting. So do you... You know, what... what how do you, uh, how how do you, you deal do? with something that suddenly uh-huh. there is a gender women's equality issue that 
comes to the fore with this particular group mm. uh, that was not there when you sponsored them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's interesting, uh, yeah, right? Yeah, so previously, yeah. it was like, everybody's good. We're going to do something cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're just creating yeah. a, a straight you know, relationship with the brand and this group, et cetera, et cetera. But then something happens, and then right, now right. the group is now thrust into this. And like, it's a nice thing. Uh-huh. I'll go straight to it since okay. we're going on, on okay. time. But we four uh, minutes we're left. talking yeah. about the uh, U.S. women's ah, uh, yes. soccer team. Yes, yes, yes. Um, which, yes. What did they do? Yes. But they won the the World Cup. Yeah, that's and by all. winning the World yeah. Cup, somehow they became a, yes. uh, a political right Politi- lightning rod. That's now. right. And, political uh, lightning rod. Now- equal pay? That's one. There's a bunch, and, right? What are the others? And all of a sudden, I mean, equal pay, I think, was the, is a big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's also there's some some of the, the pride issues and, and LGBT is wrapped in there. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's it's kind of an undertone that, that you know, we, we hear about with them. Uh, but there are a lot of sponsors. Uh, Procter & Gamble has their secret brand, which is very closely aligned with, oh, the, with the team. Interesting. And they interesting. had to make a decision. You know, all of a sudden, you, you've been sponsoring them for years. Yes. Um, you've been thinking in terms, you, I mean, the brands mm-hmm. have been thinking in terms of we we're looking at the segment, mm-hmm. so here uh, mostly mostly women, but I think that's expanding a lot into men also. But mm-hmm. we have this segment out there, and you've got the the segmentation mindset, which yes. I mean is one that I'm I'm partial to, and it's very um, and I think it's extremely powerful. But at the same time, like I think if you if you get stuck just on that mindset, sometimes you you know you can get hit all of a sudden by one of these political things, and then mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. next thing you know, they have to make a statement on whether uh, they support. Uh, equal pay or how much they support you know they have to demonstrate it now <laughs> right right uh, what, a, were, how, how did they issue. solve what was the thing that they did they um secret made a donation um they made a donation to i mean it wasn't going to come close to to covering the disparity in pay between the women oh, and the men mm-hmm. uh but it was uh over half a million dollars half a million um, bucks yeah, okay yeah, which yeah, they yeah. said was a certain amount for each player on the team oh interesting uh, interesting like yeah uh-huh yeah. because it's absolutely when you look at the actual data it's absolutely egregious the extent to which right i mean the the women's team is much more successful yeah uh, yeah and the, the ratings are more and too the, the ratings they, yeah, are higher yeah that's the thing yeah. so it's not like they can say well you know we're not really making as much money here so we have to pay them you know commiserate with the lower uh, amount of revenues no yeah it's just a, a yeah just percentage wise of the of their total draw is uh, is much lower and yeah, secret yeah. took the opportunity yeah. to say we're going to give some money here and we're going to contribute to this gender uh, equal pay uh, active uh, activist movement here yeah, right and yeah. and hopefully that's going to like resonate with cons- some consumers and I, I right? think that was important that they did something that, like they took an action rather mm-hmm. than just the statement right um, especially since they're reacting to it right and so when uh, you know when you're reacting to these kind of things as a, as a brand or a company it's it's really critical to show that you're not just responding just you know you're not just doing a knee-jerk thing and going through the motions and giving it lip service mm-hmm. but that you're actually doing something and even though this was for them it's not a tremendous amount of money compared to their full marketing budget <laughs> right uh, it's still something tangible it's something that they can point to mm-hmm and so the bottom line here is like brands, you just got to be a little bit careful here when you're getting involved. Uh, you have to have some kind of balanced, purposeful, diligent decision calculus in terms of mm-hmm. uh, thinking about, you know, what are the things that I should be focused on in terms of how I'm going to sort of deal with these sudden political uh, lightning rod moments for my brand. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And yeah. I, in my, my sense is that what I would advise a brand or company to do is not so much to look at the uh, at all of the individual 
sponsors and try to vet everybody mm-hmm. uh, for every kind of issue. But just to have a solid understanding of what's important to this company, what are the what the things that we really care about, and what are the ones that we don't, so that when it comes along as a surprise, you're prepared, even though you know that it could come along like the U.S. soccer team just because they win the World Cup. Exactly. And here's a surprise: we're going to be off the air in 18 seconds. So, <laughs> Daniel Corsham, thanks so much for coming on the show tonight, uh, listeners. You can find out more about Daniel at Lebow.drexel.edu. Follow him on Twitter at Daniel Corsham. Thanks a lot, sir. I appreciate you. Always a pleasure. Thank you. For more insight from Business Radio, please visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.